0: Anyways, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine, thank you very much.
0: Where are you at right now? Uh, Holland. Holland.
1: Holland, yes.
0: Finishing up touches on Star One or just preparing for touring the Star One?
1: Not really, just doing the promotion, loads of interviews, waiting for the release, getting insecure, (laughs) reading the first reviews. But uh, no, um, no plans to tour yet, because it's going to be uh, very hard you know, to get these 10 people together and very time-consuming and very difficult, so um, no plans to tour yet.
0: Well, you don't need to be nervous, because it sounds very good, and I've enjoyed it thoroughly, so you don't need to be worried about it not signing because I'm enjoying it, so I'm sure everybody else will.
1: Well, thank you very much. I hope so.
0: So what was your plan going into writing the Star One?
1: Um, well, basically, um, the album I made before this uh, was was a very atmospheric album. Uh, sort of like a very deep and profound album with with very long songs, with long intros, and people didn't really get it, I think. <laughs> it didn't sell that well. It was called Guild Machine. And um, basically every album I do is, is a contrast to the album before. So I really felt like, like uh, making a uh, heavy album, metal album, an in-your-face album, more straightforward, more catchy, and uh, more down-to-earth album, and uh, a more guitar-oriented oriented album, basically. And... Um, that automatically leads me to my Star One project which I started in 2002.
0: Now, do you write everything for Star One, guitar parts, drum parts, lyrics, everything for Star One?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, raised, I basically uh write everything um also in my other projects, also in my Aerion project, but uh, in Star One as well, yeah.
0: Now, how do you decide um, who goes in with your? I guess who, who who does the guest spots for like? I guess for Ariana, he did vote guest vocalist, and who fills in? How do you decide who does all your own um, guest spots?
1: Uh well, for for uh, Arion it's it's really you know. I, by now, I've worked with I think over a hundred singers. <laughs> it's it's really many singers and and loads of guest musicians and stuff. And I'm just a big music freak, you know, so I, I listen to a lot of music and I hear a lot of music, uh, new musicians that I really like. Of course, there's a lot of uh, older musicians that I listened to uh, as I was growing up. That made an impact on me. Those are the people I work with. And for Star One, basically this time it was easy because it was the same cast as uh, I asked on the, on the first Star One album. And... Um, I basically asked them in the first place because, one, they're friends of mine, and, two, they're big fans of my music. I mean, they're, they were already listening to my music uh, before they knew me, so uh, that helps a lot, you know?
0: I can definitely see that. Um, well, I guess the question is about, it's, let's start with one, but Arion, like, are you ever going to come back to Arion, or are you just putting it on the sh- shelf right now for a few years and maybe come back to it?
1: do an Arian really every every four or five years because it's a big undertaking to do an Arian. It's, uh, like I told you, it's it loads of singers. You know, The last Arian album had 17 singers, which means that logistically, Arian is a nightmare. You know, Trying to arrange all these singers, trying to convince them, to, uh, flying them over to my studio. Uh, and then, of course, the writing of an Arian album is complicated. The whole story and the whole kind of rock opera thing, so it takes me about one and a half to two years to to, uh, set up and and write and record an Arion album. So uh, in between Arion albums, I always do a couple of other projects that are uh, simpler, uh, fewer musicians. So, um, yeah, since the last Arion album, I I did a Guild Machine album, I did this Star One album, and I will probably do a solo album now, and maybe after that, I'll go back to Aerion again.
0: So how many projects do you have, actually?
1: Oh, I can't count them anymore. <laughs> well, you know, my, my two main projects are Aerion and Star One. Th- those are really uh, my big projects. Aerion is my biggest project because it sells the most. And uh, Star One is my second biggest project. Um, the other projects were basically, so far, they were one-offs. Um, it was uh, it was a project called Strange Hobby where I was covering 60s songs. It was a, uh, the project Guild Machine which I did before this, um, which I don't know if I'm ever gonna do a second one. I'm not sure yet. Uh, then there was a, a band that I basically that I formed called Stream of Passion, but I was never meant to be a part of that band, so that's not really my project anymore. You know, they did the second album completely without me. So, you could say that that Ariane and star one are are my projects
0: now do you have, which do you which do you prefer personally do you prefer the Arian or the Star one personally for yourself
1: uh the uh, the project I'm working on is always the most important project for me um at that time you know it's it's always every project I'm working on has to be the best I ever did, and when I'm ready. I feel that every project I'm working on is the best I ever did. <laughs> it really feels that way. So um, now, really, I, I give myself 100% for each project. So it's it's very difficult to say uh, which one I like best. You know, I I just like being creative and and creating something that that people like. And um, obviously, because Arion uh, sells the most, you you could say that it's my biggest project.
0: Now, did you make Star 1 as a concept album as well, too, or did you try to make each song their own little story for Star 1?
1: On Star 1, basically, um, on the first album, all the songs were based on movies, Uh, hence the title Space Metal. They were all based on science fiction movies that were set in space. Um, With this album, uh, because it sounds a bit darker and a bit more down-to-earth, I wanted a bit more darker movies, and also earth, uh, movies that were set here on earth. So I as a concept I chose um, dystopian and post-apocalyptic movies like Blade Runner and the Matrix. Uh, so yeah, once again all the songs are based on movies.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies of all time. It definitely ranks up there with best things ever written.
1: Same here, yeah. Same. It, it's Blade Runner is definitely from all the the movies I, I chose for, for this album is definitely my favorite movie, you know, with Harrison Ford and, and uh, our Dutch bride, Rutger Hauer, you know, who did a great job as the main replicant. Uh, yeah, great stuff.
0: So do you do you consider yourself like a film buff at all? Do you watch a lot of movies?
1: Oh, yeah, a, all my life, you know, ever since I was a kid, I loved movies and I love the whole science fiction genre, which is for me like a kind of escapism. And um, yeah, definitely, I'm a big nerd, sci-fi nerd, <laughs> and I also love like TV series. I love TV series, not just movies, um, like like X Files, you know, or Star Trek, or uh, but but not just science fiction. You know, also stuff like Dexter or Six Feet Under, and uh, yeah, I, I love I love watching good DVDs, uh, TV series, movies.
0: Have you ever watched a show called Eureka? No. It's this, it's this show about a small town in um, Oregon here in the United States called Eureka, where there's a bunch of scientists, like super scientists, who've built all these funky things, but always something always goes wrong. And there's one sheriff who's normal and not smart at all is like, trying to figure it out and everything. It's always just goofy. and it's, I guess goofy science because you realize it could actually happen when they do these experiments in science. It's really funny and really good.
1: Oh, cool, cool. It's a TV series. Yes okay cool
0: Eureka yeah
1: it's it's, okay okay I'll look it up
0: (laughs) um so I guess I I guess your love of science fiction has also probably helped you when you were first writing Arian because that was the first city was very different I guess the idea of um being sent a message being sent back in time to a blind minstrel right yeah yeah
1: well basically uh uh I wanted to do something like Tommy, like the, the Who's Tommy, and uh, something about one main person, you know, not too many characters. And um, I always let the music inspire me to come up with the story, so the music is always first. And the music on the first album was uh, partly very uh, medieval, like like these this, like these these folk folky tunes, you know that. Uh, and it was kind of uh modern too, because of all the sequences and all the syn synthesized and stuff like that. so I thought well let's think of a story that's uh depicted in the in the middle ages as well as in the future and I thought, well, maybe it would be cool if if someone in the Middle Ages receives messages uh from the future so that 's how I got the whole story that 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 the earth will be destroyed in two thousand eighty four and that they're sending back visions back in time uh, to people, warning them, you know, what's going to happen, and they better change their ways and stuff like that. So yeah, that's where it all started.
0: So how, how hard was it, though, to actually link all your albums together and bring it back full circle with, I guess we're going to call it the Y album, because I don't know the binary code by heart?
1: Okay, 0101, 1001. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just happened, and I never planned it that way, really. Uh, the first album was, was going to be um, just just a one-off story. Then I did the second album that was completely different, actual fantasy, that wasn't really a rock opera, it wasn't really a concept album in that sense. Then I did the third album, uh, Into the Electric Castle, which, was, uh, which has no real connection with the first album yet. But then with the fourth album, uh, The Universal Migrator, suddenly I saw uh, a link between the first album and the third album and um and yeah, connected the whole story so somehow it became one big story and with the last album uh, zero one uh i I ended that story um it it was all automatically really uh, it was never planned that way. it was like uh, like it already existed or something, and I just had to re- had to write it down. that's how it felt but i I also feel that uh, at the end you know when I was doing Zero One, that the whole thing was, was becoming a bit too complicated. And uh, uh, I think it, it might be kind of arrogant to think that people own all my albums, you know, and therefore no complete story. So I didn't want to, uh, I don't want to alienate people from my uh, from my music. So uh, I think if I do another area on I should uh, start all over again, you know, come up with a new story. And so this, this story is it's, it's basically finished.
0: I know the idea. I uh, see. I bought the zero one. I bought Electric Castle. Then I I didn't buy any other stuff. But then I bought your timeline box, and I really strung everything together, and definitely, I guess, made the story a lot clearer. The timeline.
1: Definitely, yeah. That that was very cool. That that, that gave me the chance to do that album because it was really a great way to to finish off the whole story. You know, there was this extra song, "The Memory Remains," which which ends the story. But also, it enabled me to uh, to uh, put 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 that poster in the box with the whole timeline, you know, which would explain the whole story. And it was complicated for me too, you know. It was like, ah, oh, what? How was that? And I can't remember how was that. And it was fun doing that actually, and and also fun to see how it all came together somehow.
0: Yeah. Was it Was it hard to pick the songs to put in the box? Uh,
1: it was sort of. Um, I first wrote down which were my favorite songs, uh, then I wrote down what I thought were the fans' favorite songs, uh, and, and sort of a mix between those two. So it wasn't really hard. They're really, uh, it's always hard, you know, because you gotta skip songs you really like, um, but also I wanted kind of like a balance and I wanted them to explain the story a little bit, so, uh. Nah, it was maybe a couple of days' work, but uh, I think in the end I'm, I'm happy with the choices. Of course, no one will be happy with the choices, you know, because you, you will always see that their favorite song is not in there, but that's the way it goes.
0: I really want to thank you so much for your time, Art. I really appreciate you getting to sit down and talk to you because I'm a huge fan of Arian, Star One, a lot of your stuff, so it's really an honor to sit down and talk to you and actually get to pick your brand a little bit.
1: Great, man. Great. My pleasure.
0: I really look forward to actually... Hearing more stuff from you, I guess, your soul album whenever you get that done, as well as your next Arion. And hopefully another star one a few years down the road. <laughs> Excellent. We'll talk. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Okay, man. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.